0: Well, we are very excited for a couple of reasons. The first reason is because the Twin Cities Film Fest is in full swing, and we've been very excited anticipating that, uh, and also anticipating our next guests coming into the studio on The Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We welcome to the studio now... Mr. John Heater and also Kendall Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank both
2: you. of you. Thank you for having us. Thank you.
3: And John I- trying to get in on the uh, dirt alert experience before uh, you know we got to the interview. You've got you, you know your pop culture knowledge.
4: I do and I have strong opinions and they must be heard. Well, hey, you're in the right place. Yeah, then. thanks for bringing them. Now, the reason
0: you guys are in studio today is because you're here at the Twin Cities Film Festival for the Twin Cities premiere of When Jeff Tried to Save the World. Now, this is your movie, right, Kendall? Yes, that you worked. You started working on this when you were in film school, correct? correct. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then you made this after you graduated. Mm -hmm. John, you star in this movie. Yes, yes. Can the two of you kind of tell us what the film is about?
2: Yeah, uh, it's about Jeff the manager of a bowling alley called Winky's World who is trying to save it from going out of business. It's kind of like become his home over the years that he's worked there and the owner doesn't really care much about it. It's sort of like, he almost, can Jeff controls the place and the owner has nothing to do with it and then one day the owner comes in and is like, I'm selling the place. So Jeff sort of has to uh, he has the rug ripped out from under him, and he has to figure out, you know, gather his bearings, figure out, and he doesn't want to lose this place that's become his home and that he has this routine at, so he has to figure out how to save it.
3: And, John, for you, like, what drew you to this film?
4: It was a good script. I uh, i read it. I, um, It's, you know, when they say dr- a lot of times it's not, that's not so much a fact. It's like you, you're trying to find work. Uh, this script came across my desk. I, I liked it a lot, but I, I did audition for it, actually. So it wasn't my call. It yeah. was my call to go in and to read, um, and I did my best. I thought I killed it um,
5: <laughs>
3: in a good way.
4: I and mean, obviously, I yeah. It. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I like the character a lot. I thought this was a chance to do. Uh, I've done a lot of comedies, and I, I've i done a couple of uh, dramas here and there, but very little, and any time I read a script that where my character gets to um or at least not where my character but where I get a chance to either show a darker side or show just a more natural side, um, my character, especially in this uh, project because my character's kind of the there's there's comedic elements for sure in the movie, but it's kinda of all the other characters around in his world that make that up.
2: He's the least funny character yeah, of the she movie. Loves this-
4: Coining this, least funny. That's making it sound like I'm. No, he's not attempting to be, to be funny. funny. Yeah. In the
2: movie, he's a, straight up like he's In the dramatic being himself. Rock. Yeah, right. Yeah. Funny yes. and yeah,
4: yeah, it was. It was nice to play more the straight guy, but not just straight guy. A guy with problems. I mean, yeah. he has. He deals with anxiety, and he's. Um,
2: he's a dynamic character.
4: Yeah, very dynamic.
2: <laughs> I think you guys are like hilarious just
0: sitting watching the two of you talk right now. I, I you know, I'm, cu- I'm always curious about this, uh, John, when, when we talk to people who have been traditionally playing comedic characters, have you always been a funny person? I mean, is that something? Are you attracted to comedic roles because you've always kind of been a funny, found yourself a funny person or other people have found you funny?
4: I don't. I guess it's the latter. Um, I never really considered myself that funny. I mean, I I just liked goofing off in high school, I mean, m- my entire childhood. And it was, and it kind of, I guess, paid off. Mm-hmm. In, in college, I studied film. Now he's and,
2: milking it. Right? Milk just <laughs> owning it.
4: Oh. oh, I love milk. Um, <laughs> but, I, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of how I got my start was because I... Was studying film and I wasn't really trying that hard to be an uh, an actor, but I like to goof off. And, you know, you cast each other in film school, you cast other film students. And and so that's kind of how it started. And then people just thought, like, hey, let's put him in this role. Let's put him in this role. And I would try and kind of just be myself and uh, do stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like doing funny stuff, but I like doing serious stuff. I just like really interesting characters and interesting stories.
2: I mean, I think you're funny.
4: Thank you so much. Oh, you're that's welcome. all I was waiting yeah.
2: for. Well, yeah. okay, so I think you're really funny too, John.
0: Away. I think you're really funny. So, um, <laughs> I, I want to hear
4: that. <laughs> I would love to hear
3: maybe the two of you talk about sort of how you had that conversation about like how to bring something to this role. Because you probably had an idea. You've obviously got an idea. How do you how do you have those conversations? I mean, we're not, you know, actors um as much as we like to talk about them on the radio um so we're not really privy to that process right. was it is it a a long process what's it like i
2: mean i guess it just depends on how much time you have i feel like we kind of in a way where i was frustrated because it took me so long in my mind at the time it took me so long to make the movie while I was in college, I was trying to do this and ultimately it took me five years to get the money that I needed and the support that I needed. But in that time, we did make a short film version of the movie. So it's almost like it was a blessing disguise because we were able to work together on that short film with the same character, you know, and pretty much the same story and cast. And so we kind of were able to like begin workshopping this like two years or yeah. I would say like a year and a half before we made the feature. Yeah. So, I mean, we talked about the character a lot for the short. What What do you remember? I mean, every
4: project's different. And you're right. Depending on how much time beforehand, sometimes you're cast in a role right before the movie goes into production. Sometimes it's a couple of years in advance. But, and we had several sit downs, but for generally, this is kind of how it went and hmm we and you just told me your ideas and i was like yeah this is what i feel we are generally on the same page uh in terms of what we wanted out of him and uh it wasn't crazy weird talks it's like you know no it's
2: it's mainly more conversational it's like you know like oh did you first of all did anything pop out to you in the script like were you questioning anything you know did you have any questions about the way i was writing something you know and then it's more like how do you relate to the sky? And it's f- it's about finding experiences that he's had in his life and how he can relate to the character and sort of like pulling from that and you know or what makes you different from this character and how can we draw you know pull from that. Mm.
0: Now, if people want to see the movie, yeah. they can. There's two opportunities tonight to see it, right? Uh, and are there tickets still available?
2: Yes, I. Yes, yes, I'm getting yes. the thumbs up. Yes, there uh, are 7:20 uh, and 7:30. Yeah, they yeah. added a second screening because I thought the first one sold out. Yeah, so the and second one.
0: Awesome. Okay, awesome. so 7:30 tonight, and uh, this this and this will be uh, at the uh, this showplace is at the, Twins, icon. Uh, the showplace icon of the Twin Cities Film Festival, right. and people can just walk up and buy tickets. 7:30 mm-hmm. tonight,
2: and if. If I could plug, yeah, it's on the website. Yes. But if I could just oh, plug yes. real quick. Um, yes, plug away. So we did actually get distribution for the film, which is awesome. Well, I was going to ask. This so beyond great. tonight, yes. what's our
3: opportunity to yes. see the film? So
2: the film actually will be coming out this December. We don't have like our date yet, but it'll be announced soon. It's going to be early December, I believe, like first week of December. So it'll be on iTunes and all streaming platforms awesome. Amazon, uh, Voodoo, PlayStation. I think it's going to be on Netflix eventually as well. Um, and then you know you can follow us on our, our social media is all at when Jeff movie and we'll be posting like where it is specifically but yeah we we're we we're excited I mean you know it's it's hard to find distribution in this very oversaturated world of oh, indie it films sure is. so yeah it's cool
0: <laughs> this is great news well if you are uh, if you want to get out there and see the movie before everybody else so you can tell everybody else right to see it when it does get out there in December. Uh you can see it tonight 7:30 Showplace Icon uh in St. Louis Park. You can get tickets online at the Twin Cities Film Festival's we'll website. There. Thank you. Yes, we'll be you there. You will that's be there. there. That's the, a the
2: fun We'll we be part, introducing you know? the film. We're going to do a Q&A after. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. Right. awesome.
0: Perfect. So you can ask all the questions that we didn't ask here.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. Like does Jeff save the world? No, I mean, that's don't. what we I want to know. know. That's well, the no. Q&A. We cover uh, metaphysical questions. Though. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Should we bring,
3: so we should bring basically our, you know, the most burning questions yes. we've had for our mm-hmm. entire lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, awesome. Right. That's worth the price of admission. Exactly.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: Right there. Yeah.
3: Can I just ask really quickly, Colleen, uh, you know, you, I feel like you got to get John's opinion about the question you asked the audience yesterday. I can't even remember what. Oh. The question, because I noticed that you, you had your me? response. What? I mean, the question. Uh, that you might be a hard question. question.
0: What, what, I, so
3: you asked the audience oh, to weigh in on a question yesterday. And the
0: question was... And the
3: question was...
0: <laughs> I was going to wear my yes. s- vote for Pedro Should shirt. Should she oh. have
3: worn her vote for Pedro shirt?
0: And I shirt. chose not to, but...
4: Because it's a ringer tee and it's going to be cool.
0: No, because I was like, you know, do you, you can't be the person... Who wears the shirt for the concert when you, you go to the concert? Be the first.
3: I was gonna say, have other people been wearing the shirt? Oh
0: yeah, yeah. and that's no, the thing. Then not, I was not, like, I don't want to be that not person. Awesome
4: radio DJs—they normally have some amazing <laughs> respect and reverence. Like See what it. he did uh, there. I uh, like <laughs> thanks, um, thanks. John. And so you guys are going right along with it. If you, you don't want to stand out, stand
3: <laughs> I was thinking maybe you'd brought it and put it in a bag I in the room, it. and you were gonna
0: like. I change. didn't even. I left okay. it at home. Right.
4: I left it at home. It was a toss-up like, from I'm the just audience. It's curled me. up inside her turtleneck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's section. in there. She's like, no, but I did. That's really what it is. A it's a dicky. Uh, but I did it.
0: tell them. I showed. <laughs> I did show the movie to my children the other day, and they were like, "They're obsessed now." So it's over. <laughs> well, now they have
3: something else to do. It's be over. I know.
0: Now. I know. Thank you so much, both of you, for stopping You're in. Welcome. You and good luck tonight. I hope it's. A, I hope it's a blast. Yes. And we will be right back uh, with more movie talk. Paul's trip to the movies after this on my talk One oh seven one.
2: OMG, I know that, it's
0: that just happened. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071. You're very mellow.com. Thanks. That so I was trying to be cool. Uh, <laughs> MyTalk1071.com. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is hi. here. Hi. hi.
3: Why, we don't have an intro for you. We need to work on an intro Well, for we him, do have. We? I
6: mean, there's an intro for my podcast that you could trim oh, down and well, Let's work okay. on
3: that. Paul's He's sure already be working
6: on the production. Oh, yeah. i <laughs> got
3: that. There he is. I'm ready. <laughs> uh,
0: Paul, hi. Hi. How's it going? It's been
6: a great week.
0: Good, Yes, I'm sure, because for so
6: many reasons. Yeah, I mean, I got to see Halloween, which I've been highly anticipating. And then the Twin Cities Film Fest, which you guys just talked about, kicked off on Wednesday. I was there for opening night, and um, it was great. I was just going to
3: say, and for those of you who might be going tonight, you can actually see Paul interview John Heater and um,
6: his companion, Kendall. Kendall. I'll be there on the red carpet interviewing them quickly.
3: So awesome. and then the
6: other night Wednesday was the premiere of Green Book, which is this new Mahershala Ali Viggo Mortensen movie, very and, I, cool. and then the producer Jim Burke, who's a Minnesota native, which was I've there also night. heard good things about. It's great. Yeah. It comes out Thanksgiving. Very topical. I'll very, tease it like okay, that. Okay. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, let's get right into Halloween because I'm, that is top of mind. You've been tis, excited tis for the this for a while.
6: Basically, I mean, I've been obsessed with Halloween since I was a teenager. Yes. And in this one. 40 years have passed. Michael Myers has stayed silent in Smith's Grove Penitentiary. And after two podcasters provoke him, he escapes and heads back to Haddonfield to find his lone survivor, Laurie Strode. Two mm-hmm.
3: podcasters?
6: Yes. So the, the setup is How that these very British 20 podcasters go to interview him to try to like talk about this story of what happened 40 years ago. Because they try to go and interview Laurie Strode as well. Mm-hmm. And they present him with his mask. That's all in the trailers. I'm not giving anything mm-hmm. away. I, Interesting. so here's the thing if, you, if you're unfamiliar if you're thinking wait how many movies in this franchise are there this is the 11th but this is holy a holy crud I've seen 11? them all many times yes <laughs> but this is a direct sequel to the original okay. so if you've only seen the uh, classic original that's all you need to see okay this forgets everything that happened in all the sequels you don't need to think what, what's the backstory here my God. Have you seen all of those? Oh, duh. Oh, okay. I, I've i written about them have
0: all. Have you seen them all?
3: I know them all like the back of my no. hand. No. I have never even seen the original. I've <gasps> seen
0: the original and then Halloween H2O.
6: Which is
3: a
0: good one. I mean, I had to see it. Right. Oh, so, okay. Yes.
6: All right. I'll you had to see like what somebody
3: forced you?
0: There's somebody in it that I know. Oh, that I had oh, to yeah. see it for. Oh,
6: okay. So, I can't, we can't mention him?
0: No, we can't. I mean... It's, it was Josh hartner yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's, didn't know he was I in It was his first movie. Yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah, so this one, I think what's really... I mean, I think that this is the best sequel in the franchise. It's directed by David Gordon Green. He did Stronger. A lot of people attached to this are not typically attached with horror. And I think that is what makes it good, is that they're going for who these characters are. You see that Lori Strode is really this victim of trauma and violence, and how does that affect her? How does that affect her family, played by Judy Greer, Andy Matichek, All of these years later in her community. So as we're talking right now about the Me Too movement, survivors, whatnot, she's really like this.
1: Head to factormeals.com slash BTPOD50 and use code BTPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPOD50 at factormeals.com slash BTPOD50 to get 50% off.
2: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in,
5: loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics
0: and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
6: Pose your child for violence. Trauma versus violence. Interesting. Yeah, and she's messed up. I mean, yeah. she is a mess, and she declares herself a mess in the movie. And then once Michael tries to get her, it, it's it's pretty scary.
0: Okay, so with with a movie like this, where I mean, there's a lot riding on this movie right. being good because it is a sequel. 40 years in the making. Yeah.
6: And you obviously can't just recreate the original. Exactly. I mean, the framework is there in a sense, that it's Michael going after Laurie in the same town of Haddonfield on Halloween. But when you're watching it, you really get this idea that it is the same neighborhood, so it feels within the world, but 40 years have passed, so it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, but you still have the horny teens, of course, and mm-hmm. the kids trick-or-treating. And there's just so many references All to the- All the of suffer,
3: probably, at the hands of their own- I mean, I'm not going to give anything away. Horniness. Does
6: it deliver? It completely delivers. I mean, I love seeing Jamie Lee Curtis as a fighter, as a strong Laurie Stroud, and you get that in here. You get a lot of just good, full-throttle screams in this one. It plays with lighting and shadows, which is like, what am I actually seeing in the dark? Right now, what is where is he right now? Mm. Which is what made the first one so good is it, it, in its simplicity. And I think that this movie really does that well. Mm-hmm. How many tickets? I'm are giving this four out of five. Oh, okay. I really loved it, and I cannot wait to see it again. And it's what going to the movies is for is to see big, scary movies like this so you can jump in your seat.
0: Yeah, 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 go see it. Okay, um, I'm oh, I'm just looking at the time, we've got about two minutes. Okay, is that time to talk about Beautiful Boy?
6: Yes. I mean, okay. I, I really want to talk about this movie. It stars Steve Carell as a dad who is trying to come to terms and find answers of when he realized that his son, Timothy Chalamet, has become a crystal meth addict. Mm. So it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. And what is great about this movie is that it really gives both perspectives. The dad trying to just have answers, not in a shameful way, but just trying to figure out, like, what went wrong in our relationship as father and son. And Steve Carell is really great in this sort of big dramatic role for him. And then Timothy Chalamet just becomes an addict Mm -hmm. and you, it breaks your heart. He's so good in this and you, you, it provides some answers of what is going on in the brain and Mm -hmm. what is happening when you become addicted to meth Mm -hmm. specifically in the science there. Wow.
0: Um, I just have to say this about Timothy Chalamet did he kind of come out of nowhere? Because he's, you know, in the last couple of years, yeah. we've been hearing his name a lot as somebody who really has had some skills in the and acting you department. See, yeah,
6: and you see just how great he's even progressing as an actor and maturing to then take on this type of role. And knowing that it's based on a true story, knowing that he survives, there is a, a, line, a liner of hope. Okay. in this movie awesome. thank you Paul go see it beautiful how many boy. ticket stubs 4 out of 5 out of this it's non linear it doesn't go in linear order so I just want to put that out there okay. so don't get confused awesome
0: thank you thanks for having me alright and t- you can catch Paul on Twin Cities Live coming up alright we will be back with Crazy Stupid Idiots on My Talk 107.1 My Talk 107.1 everything
6: Oprah
2: Uma Uma Oprah <laughs> I feel much better entertainment
0: Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we call them crazy, stupid idiots.
6: Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah.
4: Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
6: It stands for crazy, stupid idiots.
3: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Oh, well, that's not where we're going first. We're going to Texas. And I want to tell you about a couple in Texas.
0: Before we go to Texas. Oh, yes.
3: We've got prizes. Thank you. Let's be very generous. In fact, uh, we've got a pair of tickets to see belong to us. Colleen will be there on Sunday, October yeah. 21st at 11 a.m. This is part of the Twin Cities Film Fest Changemaker Series. Again, a pair of tickets to see that film uh, this Sunday at 11 a.m. Caller number five. We'll get to see or we'll get those p- that pair of tickets. All one, oh, seven, one. All right. Now let's go back to Texas. And I want to tell you about a couple, a couple by the name of Jonathan Hightower and LaShonda Fisher. OK, mm-hmm. this couple did some stuff in a Mexican restaurant. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. What did they do? Uh, well, let's just say somebody dipped their chimp in something other than the queso. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, was
0: it something on a person?
3: hmm
0: Was it something on a person's, on their body? On the the lower part of their body. That
3: would be a lower Darby experience. No,
0: is she? No. Yes.
3: So um, I don't know the Spanish. Otherwise, I might say it, but I probably wouldn't say it because it would probably be inappropriate. And luckily, I don't know Spanish. Good. Here's what had happened. Apparently, um, LaShanta was seen near Jonathan's crotchal region. If you will, okay in the booth,
0: oh of the
3: Mexican restaurant mm. okay, okay, so what?
0: I'm just imagining okay,
3: don't imagine too okay. much. a detailed uh, account in the arrest record said that the uh, while this woman was eating, she observed the female suspect bobbing for apples bobbing for more than apples mm-hmm. the diner recalled the female suspect's head quote bobbing up and down towards the male's groin area for mm-hmm. 5 mm-hmm. minutes okay here is the question that i have do you know what my question is how does that stuff go on for 5 minutes how before you somebody tells them to stop that that goes on for 5 minutes yes yeah. before you say mm-hmm. excuse me waitress mm-hmm. because if you
0: see something you say something you say something
3: uh, Thank quote, you. There were two witnesses. Apparently, um, a second patron reported seeing the male suspects exposed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as it mm-hmm. the female suspects. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this mm-hmm. was a very detailed account by these eye witnesses or crotch witnesses, as we shall call them. Mm-hmm. Both witnesses said they were quote very offended.
0: I mean, no
2: f- joy, 1984 offended. very offended, v-
0: very offend- uh, so was, offended that, that they were able there to sit and, and take a and detailed watched. account for yeah. five minutes.
3: Uh, they Thank did say, you. now here's the sad part. They ruined people's lives because there were multiple children present. Um, a police review of surveillance footage. Why did you hand me the cleanup? Oh, I was just
0: moving it because I'm oh, okay. a- out of anger. Oh, okay. Well, a police. You
3: know. let <laughs> um, <laughs> Holly. We have to talk about this behavior you have. <laughs> I know it's Friday. Uh, a police review of the surveillance footage showed the female suspect head descend toward the crotchal region. Again, when you look at the restaurant, because there's a picture of the actual restaurant, which, get this, is called Baby Acapulco. Oh, my god. There was a baby trying to be made in the Acapulco. uh. Um. This is not again something where you're just like, Oh, down the way and around the corner, I think there's something naughty going on. No, this is like, if that's happening for five minutes, how are you not immediately getting up and saying, Oh my God, oh my God? Okay,
0: can we talk about something, Bradley? Yeah, I feel like we've, I feel like this exact restaurant has had this exact same thing happen. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. we not had this exact? And this is not the same couple. I mean, this, we've had. So
3: you're saying that the baby Acapulco's is, is a repeat offender? Yes,
0: that it's not the people, it's the place. They must
3: have a really good I'm salsa. I'm serious.
0: We've talked about this exact activity happening in a Mexican restaurant because I distinctly recall looking at the menu and like it had taught. Like, here's my quesadilla.
3: About, like, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: we, this is a thing, apparently.
3: Well, I have been to a lot of Mexican restaurants, and I can tell you I've had some amazing Tex Mex mm, food in my life. Yeah. I've never been so moved to head towards somebody's crotch. Generally, I'm going to go away from that area to Tex Mex restaurant for a variety of reasons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, For our next story, for our next crazy, stupid idiot, um, we're going to go across the pond. We're going to Manchester, England.
3: Oh, okay. I've never been.
0: Neither have I. I would like to introduce you to Scarlett Harrison. She's 20. And she is a beautician by trade. Oh, okay. And she was pulled over after she was seen... Whoa. ...seen... mm, Yes, what you just said whoa about is going to come into play in just a moment. She was pulled over after she was seen uh, driving erratically. Okay. Uh, She, by the way... Was she... She is a reality TV show star. Oh, she is. Across the pond. She has appeared on X on the Beach.
3: Oh, that's a thing. Yeah. That's like they put sexy people together and then they have sex and get drunk. Okay. Like every other reality show. Sounds fun.
0: In any case, uh, she was pulled over uh, for driving erratically, and uh, the authorities attempted to give her a breathalyzer. Okay. It was inconclusive, but they brought her into the station to give her a more conclusive breathalyzer. They tried to administer the breathalyzer four separate times, and each time it came up in error, at which point they recognized that she could not complete the breathalyzer due to a medical condition.
3: Oh my God. What did she have?
0: Big lips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. What? She tried to blow four times on <laughs> the breathalyzer. She
3: should go to a baby before, Acapulco.
0: Before saying, my lips are too big. She was charged with failing to provide a breath sample. She tried to avoid conviction by saying she was unable to blow for medical oh, so reasons. So she tried to blame
3: her lips because on she had injections.
0: Well, lips are too big. Exactly. <laughs> by the way
3: she got some big lips. she's got some big other things I think she's getting injections in other places because oh, if she's you look through some no of these photos, stranger that is that is an interesting shape yeah of, of uh it's, femininity
0: it's she's she's man-made I think is. Well. What think we're she wants to be mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in any case, she uh, she's her been collagen, banned from driving says for sixteen months. Her collagen
3: implants prevented her from opening her mouth. Honey, I I feel like while that may be a good diet plan, mm-hmm. um, I don't know that that's really a good legal remedy mm-hmm. exactly. or defense. Rather, mm-hmm.
0: they asked her if she had any medical conditions or health conditions that could stop her from uh, the ability to take the breathalyzer. And she said, quote, no, just my lips.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that's the first time she's used that excuse. Right? Like, hey. uh...
0: (laughs) Her lawyer said, quote, along with the current trend, she had collagen implants in her lips, which is something that caused her due difficulty in forming a seal around the tube.
3: I know. I kind of feel like that. So, kids, be careful. I kind of feel like that's not a good excuse uh-uh. because the, the the injections are not on the inside of your lip, yeah. right?
0: I mean, I don't know. Do I look like I know? Do I look like I've... Need, we
3: need to call Doctor Schneider. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll have an opinion.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Anywho, there you go. She's currently out of work.
3: Uh, that doesn't surprise yeah, me. She's not able she to find a job like, at this point i mean there's probably a lot of jobs she can't do mm, no she couldn't be a balloon blower
0: no no not a Mm-mm. trumpet player mm. no Mm-mm. really any any instrument that requires blowing Mm-mm. unfortunately she can't she can't be she can't be a glass blower
3: no that's true floutist no okay
0: Mm-mm. <sighs> it's unfortunate
3: <sighs> all right <laughs>
2: She can I'm sure she can't be a
0: Foley artist that makes fart noises. That's true. I know.
3: Oh, gosh. She wouldn't be able to make fart noises on her own time.
0: No, it's un- it's so sad. Okay.
3: That was Holly. Okay, Please send your emails. Mm-hmm. Can you give us the long one? <laughs> Every you. six months, we just need to roll that. I up. think Thank we you do for it. That. I
0: think we do it more frequently oh, shush, for the record. Shush. I will
3: all right uh we, we don't, don't have, have time,
0: time. <laughs> when we come back it's time to play the throwback live we spent live. all our
3: money on farts <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's time for the throwback live at two forty five on the colleen and bradley show my talk 107 245 every day on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer We like to play a little game with you, and actually, we don't play with you at all. We play it with ourselves.
5: (laughs) Let's
6: throwback live.
5: Real dirty, real quick. For the
6: festivus
1: feats of strength.
6: Actually, it's time for the throwback live. At 2.45.
1: Sweep the leg. I must put Win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley.
0: Oh, nerd versus party girl.
4: In a pop culture audio battle.
2: Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face.
4: And now, your host. Who run this month Holly oh, Roberts.
7: Oh, 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 oh. Roberts. T-G-I-L. finally. Uh-huh. 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 Uh-huh.
4: Yes,
2: it's
7: not just a moderately priced family restaurant. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, but it's time for the throwback live at 2:45 here haven't
3: been to it Friday's and forever.
0: Mhm. Maybe today's your day, Bradley. Oh, you
3: never know.
7: That is right. So here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the game. Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen! Bradley. It's as simple as that. Now with gusto, everyone. Colleen! Bradley! Yay! All right. Now the total victory tally before we move on with today's game, as it stands right now, Colleen has... 69 yes total I, I do 69 victories yes and Bradley has 72
3: yes that's more than 69 mm-hmm.
7: that is correct good job Bob Bradley. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, How's that feel now over that there? Bradley uh, showed that Wanna he try can...
3: on the seventy two.
7: No, I'm fine right okay. here
3: with your sixty nine. Yep. Okay.
7: Thanks. Who's being suggestive now? I you ask are. You. Mm-hmm. Well, let's play today's game. Let's Do play it. our first vintage pop culture audio clip. This one is oh. hot and fast coming at you. Yeah. Okay. Listen carefully mm-hmm. and identify this. Oh, bother. Bradley oh, Trainer. Bradley.
3: That's Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I just watched Colleen go on a journey. From happiness to
0: sadness and anger. Like, blah, blah, blah. I had all of the feels. <laughs> Darn it. Oh, oh bother.
7: Oh, oh bother. bother. Good job, Bradley. Dang it. You got the first point it in pop- today's it, throwback because
3: She's like, it's hot and fast and hot and fast and ready. Little Caesar's five dollars. And then it was like this weird, like
7: Meep. the buzz like, through me. Yeah, it was either a balloon deflating or it was a bee. I don't. I remember. believe it, it was, was a bee. Probably
3: a bee. It because felt like honey a bee. Oh, okay. and Winnie the Pooh would mm. be weird if he was just sitting in front of a deflating <laughs> balloon. Well,
0: that would be more Eeyore. <sighs> Thank you. But, all
7: right, let's move on to our second vintage mm-hmm. pop culture audio clip. Now, oh, I want man, you sucks. to identify the theme, the show for which. The next clip served as the theme. Okay. okay. Okay, well, I'll make sense to you. So I want the show. All right. The name of the show. <laughs> this next clip served as its theme. Listen carefully and identify
0: the show. Colleen. Colleen. That is... Um, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. That's... The Hills. Yes! Oh,
3: there you go. I, I had no idea. Yeah.
0: The words that
7: you would not find reaching for something in the distance. I would have had no idea.
0: I couldn't remember if it was Laguna Beach or the Hells. Feel the rain on your skin. Yes, thank you. for you. You I don't so think I ever song. watched that show. Gosh, I got That's like
3: early 2000s. That's
0: right? like I got to put 2000s, that on my 2010s. I got to put that on my iTunes right now. What's that song called again? It's called Unwritten, Unwritten. by you. Natasha
7: Benningfield. Yes. The Hills uh, late 2000s or early 2010s and sure. we're getting the reboot next year on MTV. All right, games tied one-to-one, throwback live at 2.45. Now, our third vintage pop culture audio clip, I want you to identify the character in this next clip. So listen for the character, identify it, here it is, your third vintage pop culture audio clip. Hello,
5: my baby, hello, my honey, hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss by wire. Baby, my heart's on fire. If you refuse me, honey, you'll lose me, then you'll be left alone, oh baby, telephone and tell me I'm your own.
3: I know what it is, but I don't know who it is.
7: Are you buzzing in, Bradley? Mm.
3: Uh. Somebody? I can describe it but it's not going to be enough. I need So a, I'm not I can't okay, I'm not going to describe I need a character it then, name. Yeah.
7: Well, do you even want to try?
3: No. Colleen, do you want to try? Uh, not really. All right,
7: Donnie is chomping at the bit well, and he no. Can I describe Actually, it first?
3: Can I describe it first and you tell me if I'm even on the same page? Yeah, 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 sure, go ahead. Isn't it like a little um like uh like alien thing? No. No. No, no. I know know what you're thinking about. Yes, It's the Singing Frog from that Warner Brothers cartoon. Oh, Singing Frog. Yes, Yes. you have a name? He had a hat and a little cane. What was his name?
7: Oh my gosh, you guys. I I just know the
3: Singing Frog. Who
7: knows the Singing Frog? Anyone? for the love of Pete the Singing Frog, it's named Michigan J. Frog. He also served as the mascot <laughs> oh well, that's for the said, WB. That's a
5: with deep such, cut right there. Such, oh,
0: that is everyone knows Michigan
5: J. Frog. Have Jay we all frog? seen the cartoon with M- the Singing Frog? Yes. yes. I know
0: I- the cartoon. I have no idea what the and name is. Michigan, Michigan
7: J. Frog served as the mascot for the WB in oh. the 90s, oh, and they nice. specifically addressed him as Michigan J.
3: Wow, I think somebody's got some feelings for Michigan J. Frog, is all mm-hmm. I'm saying. You don't know. <laughs> Deep cut.
0: First all right, So,
3: <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, wow.
0: <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying, trainer.
7: Moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. The game one for one. Tied one, to one. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this.
1: Yeah, man, it really tied the room together. Colleen. Oh, Colleen. That's the oh. dude.
7: Yeah, from
0: what? <sighs> That's the dude.
1: Oh my god, you don't know the from, movie? Hold, no, I
0: do. Hold on, hold on. It's just, I can't get it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That is the dude from... What? Oh, no, stop on. talking for a second, please! <laughs> I can't get the movie. Stop, hold on. I
3: Why think, I think you should give us both, have... both half a half a point.
0: Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Why can't I just have the dude? From that bowling movie.
3: <laughs> I can't believe I can't, you can't think of it. I can't
0: get it. get it. Hold on. Can I
3: just give yeah, it? Help no. her out.
0: From uh, the Big Lebowski. You thank go. you. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, oh it was in there. Gosh. I knew it was in there. Oh my I knew gosh. it was in there. Wow, oh. that was deep in there. Sorry, somewhere I couldn't. It just like wasn't at the tip of my tongue. That was very painful. I got the point, but you got the point. Now,
3: Andrew on Twitter would just like you to know, Holly, that he knew Michigan J Frog because he had the cookie jar.
0: Thank you. Well, and wow. Then he can have a point.
7: <laughs> no, he can't because he's not playing the mm. game okay <laughs> now moving on for our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip yeah you do but we got to get this okay, game okay, going because okay. okay, go, took let's so go, long with the go, last, last one here it it. sorry sorry nope not this one okay <laughs> hold on this one
3: bradley ah, trainer bradley that's the smurfs Yes! Tie, oh. tie, tie. Smurf, smurf, smurf. Okay, smurf. we gotta get this tiebreaker in there. All though. right, now
0: listen
7: carefully, both of you, to our tiebreaker. Whoever <laughs> guesses this correctly wins the throwback live at 245 Calling the Bradley. Correctly identify this.
3: This sucks. Bradley Colleen. Trainer. Bradley. That's Beavis and Butthead. Oh, I got it. I got it. I gave it, gave it, I got it, got it. I got it, I got it. I got it. Wow, the look you're giving me right now—it's delightful.
7: Good when job, Bradley. You Bradley, you just won the remnants of our candy corn pizza. Oh, yay! yay! Sorry,
0: budget cuts. Eat it. So good. Oh God, rude. Yeah. She just told me to eat it. How many points do I have now? Seventy-three. Okay. Or now. <laughs> uh, hey, look who's here.
3: Uh how salad. Oh, Donnie. Oh, Hi, Donnie. Look pretty who's good. here. Donnie's
7: pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You
0: interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie?
3: Michigan J Frog.
0: Oh, look, it's Michigan J Frog.
5: Reedy. Really?
0: Hey, Donnie, how are you?
5: I'm good. See you later, though.
0: Okay. Thanks, Donnie. We're out of time. Uh, Lori and Julia Bye. coming up next. Have Everybody weekend. have a great weekend. Thanks for hanging out with us all week. We'll be back on Monday. Bye. Bye.
5: If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, I think you're gonna love Viator. If you haven't heard, Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. They've got everything from simple tours to extreme adventures, all the cool and interesting stuff in between as well. Well, this year, my wife and kids are making one of my bucket list trips come true. We're going to Sun Valley. So we're gonna fly to Sun Valley, and I tell you the thought of bringing skis, poles, boots, snowboards, everything, overwhelming. But that's where Viator came in. They made this incredibly easy. I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom, Viator arranges a first-class experience, custom ski, snowboard, and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to the condo. It's pretty amazing. Experiences are what we love most about travel. They create these long-lasting moments and make memories that will last a lifetime. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview.